grade, we're going to go to the book of Malachi. Malachi, the first chapter. Malachi is the last book of the Old Testament, right before Matthew, which is in the New Testament. Malachi, chapter number three, is where we're going to, to begin tonight. Uh, Malachi, chapter number three, which is the last book in the Old Testament, right before St. Matthew, which is the first book in the New Testament. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you. We thank you, Lord God, for yet another day. We thank you, Father God, for what we're going to receive tonight. Father God, we thank you for your word, for your word is power, Father God. We thank you for being a God that hears and answers prayer, Father God. Lord God, we give your name glory. And Father God, we thank you tonight for the word that will come, that will enrich us, will give us knowledge, will give us your enlightenment, Holy Master. We just bless your name for it, Father God. Now, Father God, we pray in the name of Jesus, the Lord, that there will be not one word that will fall on the ground, Father God, but everything will be rest within our spirit and nothing in our flesh. We thank you for it right now, God. We thank you for understanding. We thank you for the word that you sent unto us. And God, we give your name praise and we give you glory. This we ask in the Son Jesus' name. Father, help me to decrease, decrease me. Let none of me be shown, but everything of you, Lord God, that you will be seen and not me. And Lord God, I thank you. Use me for your glory. This we ask in the Son Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. We're going to uh, begin with the book of Malachi, chapter number three. And there will be some scriptures that we'll be going through, but right now, uh, chapter three in the book of Malachi. And I want, I thought the Lord and then it's about word of people. Uh, give me a word for, for the people of God that, that, that they may know what's going on and why it's happening within their lives. So God gave me this third chapter of the book of Malachi and it, this is for the body of Christ. Amen. The body of Christ. Beginning reading in verse number one in chapter number three in the book of Malachi. Verse one says, Behold, I will send my messenger and he shall prepare the way before me. Talk about John Baptist. He says, and the Lord whom seeks shall suddenly come to whose temple? His temple. His temple. Now, this reads that this here is the temple of God. These bodies, they're the temple of God. He says, even the messenger of the covenant, whom he delights in, behold, he shall come, saith the Lord of hosts. Now, let's be really begin to get to the, to the, to the, to the nuts and the bolts of, of the message of the title that the Lord gave me is Furnace of Affliction. Furnace of Affliction. <coughs> Many of our lives, even in the body of Christ, we are in the furnace of affliction. And there's a reason why we're there. A lot of times we don't understand it. We, we think it has to do with everybody else. But really it has to do with every individual. It has to do with God will place us in the furnace of affliction. There's a pathway because we're trying to get to a place. And the only way we can get to that place is through uh, afflictions, and that affliction has to come through by the way of a furnace. Okay? Now, verse number two says this. But who may abide the day of his coming? You see, when we invite God to come into our life, to take over our lives, it, 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 can, it can really get heated. Can really get heated. He says, But who may abide the day of his coming? And who shall stand 
we're going to deal with the refinery process. Because what happens in our life is we will go through a refinery process. Refining. So I, I looked up at uh, about refining with the process. And it says refining, the process requires very high temperature. Very high temperature. Now, turn over with me to 1 Peter. 1 Peter chapter number 4. 1 Peter chapter number 4. 1 Peter chapter number 4. Remember now, in the refinery, uh, we have to have very high temperature. Very high temperature. Very high temperature. 1 Peter chapter number 4. Looking at verse number 12. Are we there? Now, verse number 12 says, Beloved, think it not what strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you as though some strange thing happens unto you. God says, when the heat's on, when the temperature gets hot in your life, he tells us, don't think that it's strange. That the fiery trials that we're going through, there's a purpose and a plan that God has in our life. So he said, think it not strange. So if you're going through, and it seems like that the heat's been turned up, first thing, the first message God is saying to us is, do not think that it's a, a strange thing going on. God has a purpose and he has a plan. He has a plan. Now, the next thing is understand that the, the purpose of that refining process is to burn out impurities. Impurities that we have within these temples right here. It have, we have to, through the fire furnace, through the, the afflictions, there are impurities that we have within these old bodies. And I'm not talking about health impurities. I'm talking about sin impurities. So, only way God can do what he has to do, he has to be like a silversmith. He, he, he has to put us in that fire furnace. Nobody likes to be there. Nobody likes to be there. But the thing is, God has to do some things in order to get those impurities out of us that burn out. It goes on to say that uh, when it talks about silver, now, it's just like metal. It's like silver. Silver has to be separated from the dross. Now, we've got to look at what the dross is. Uh, dross is anything that's vile or despicable or useless or anything that's unprofitable that's within our lives. Now, uh, it also means, dross also means, that's like the definition here. Things that causes one to turn away from God. Let's look at Proverbs chapter number 25 with And then the word of God says, and there 
by him. The next thing that I found very interesting was the fact that, and this is what I love, is that during the process, when the metal is put in the fire, he puts it in the midst of the fire. The silversmith, he places that metal right smack in the middle of the fire. Okay, now why is that? And then it goes on to say that, see, when, when, when we're in the middle of something, in other words, we're in a program, we're too far to go back, and we, we can't go forward, so we're right in the middle. But the whole purpose of that is, God says, remember one thing when we're going through our furnace of affliction, because a whole lot of folks in here are going through. They got the heat turned up. Somewhere in the lives, the heat has been turned up. But God said, I've got to work some things out of you. I've got to bring some purity out of your life. Those sin things. But the, the beauty of it is, he says that when he said that, he never takes his eyes off of the man. God never takes us, his eyes off of us. And the reason why he does it, because if we are left too long in the fire, we'll be destroyed. So that's why God said, I'll never leave you. You know who will not forsake you. And that whole purpose is that he knows that the fire, he's a consuming fire, that we will be consumed. So God, he sits. And, he, and, and, and sometimes we feel like, uh, we didn't have enough, but I mean, how much more can we take? But God knows how much it takes for us to be conformed to his image. <laughs> conformed to his image. We're talking about those fiery trials now. Conformed to his image. Conformed to his image. Let's look at Psalm 66, verse number 3. We'll deal with a few scriptures here. Psalm 66. Because he's trying to get us to a place. Because see, if God doesn't do, uh, does not put us in that furnace of affliction, uh, we won't quite understand why he's doing what he's doing? We're going to blame everybody else. Uh -huh. Psalms, uh, chapter number 66. And we're going to begin reading at verse number 11. Verse number 11. Are we there? Amen. Psalm 66, uh, verse number 11. Verse 11 reads, it says, Thou broughtest us into the midst. Thou layest afflictions upon our loins. See, that knowing is that, that, that place of procreative power which you have. God laid those afflictions there. But look at verse number 12. Verse 12 says, Thou hast caused men to rise over our heads. We went through what? The fire and through the water. You know, that's a progression in, in the affliction that God gives to us. He says, But thou broughtest us out into where? You see, the whole purpose of taking us through that fire furnace is to get us to that wealthy place. Look at that. See, in, in order to get to that wealthy place, you've got to go through the fire. You, you have to go through the fire. You, you've got to go through the fire. But he also talks about, in verse number 2 of Malachi, because we stay right there in Psalm 66, so we're going to go to some other places. But he also talks about, in, in Malachi chapter 3, in that verse number 2, not only does he, he sit at a refinery in the furnace, but he also writes a fuller soap. A fuller soap. Okay, now, what's the purpose of a fuller soap? What's the purpose of a fuller? And, 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 and the definition was, was to be bleached and 
before it was made cloth. And then it talks about how they had a practice where they would take it outside the city because of the smell. You know, city does stink. And the reason why at this point the full salt, they took it outside the city because of what it was made out of. It was made out of lye, uh, bright clay representing purity, also urine, and ashes of a desert plant. I said, God, what, what are you saying about that? He said, the whole purpose of that, that, that full salt is that in order for, for, for it to, that wool to become cloth, what has to happen is it has to, to get those, those impurities, it has to lift those stains from within that, from within that cloth. God says, what happens in our life, he says, sometimes in our life, not sometimes, but most times, we've got some hidden sins that's been so embedded that not only do we have to go through the fire, but then it has to go through a cleansing and a purification in order to remove those stains that's deeply embedded. You know how it is. Sometimes we, uh, uh, we think that we look at others' lives and we've been saved a little while, we've been saved to, to some degree, and we begin to look at other folks and we become self-righteous. We want to judge. So God says, what I've got to do is, I've got to get those things that's deeply embedded in you and bring them to the surface. See, that's why you've got to go through the fire and that's why it has to have that full of soap because there are some things in all of us, amen, amen. there are some things in all of us that God has got to come up to the surface. Amen. See, if it doesn't come to the surface, you never know you got it. You never know. Listen, uh, listen, okay, now, uh, yeah. you know, we say, well, I've forgiven that person. Now, I, I'm really forgiven that person. Mm-hmm. And, and we say it and say it, and all of a sudden, that person happens to show up in your life unexpectedly. And all of a sudden, you still got them some feelings start coming back up again. Mm-hmm. So, so really, you've been testing the devil because God says, he's saying, you still got some stuff down off in it and bed. And you've got to get that mess out. He says, so therefore, I've got to allow you to go through the fire in that, in that furnace so you can really see what's going on from the inside. Because it's easy, it's easy to judge somebody else's life. Amen. Amen. And, and forget about some things that, that goes on and on in our own life. So God says, uh, what happens is, he's, I've got to put you through that fire so you can see what's uh, deeply embedded within your own self. And those impurities got to come to the surface. If you never, if it never comes to the surface, you will really not know that it's there. Because sometimes some things just lie dormant. And when they lie dormant, God says, I gotta put a little heat on it. You know, if you got a problem with, 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 with uh, and as, as they've been uh, uh, teaching, as, as the matter of fact, been teaching about those, those, those seven deadly sins, and you, you, know, you may have that spirit of anger or spirit of love or envy. And see, sometimes, if you, when, you, when you're in a mess of people, and all of a sudden, somebody's getting blessed and getting blessed and getting blessed, and you're just sitting, and then you, even though your mouth may say one thing, I'm, and I'm, I'm happy for you, but then the heart might be saying something else. So what God has to do is, he can rejoice when you see somebody else blessed, and, and it doesn't seem like you're going up the ladder. So what God will do is, God says, I've got to bring that to the surface so you can deal with that. See, if God never deals with our, our inconsistency, then we will never know we're inconsistent according to the word of God. Amen? Amen. Now, let's go to Isaiah chapter number 48. Isaiah chapter number 48. Isaiah chapter number 48. Isaiah 48. Hmm. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Amen. Come on. 